1: I don't know. We'll keep it. We'll keep it simple. Um, What's the saddest day of your life?
0: (laughs) I don't know. Um, Jeez, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) I mean, do you need me to rephrase the question?
0: (laughs) I don't know. That's that's really a that's that's um that's. That's like, that's, that's really, um, that word with the stuff. Um, like, uh, that, that's, that would, that's making me, that really vulnerable. If, <laughs> if I, if I say that kind of stuff to people.
1: Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, that's like a, uh, like a bar trick that I use. Yeah. Um, I haven't used it in a while, but if I meet someone at a bar, usually a woman who, um, I'm not really getting along with, or I'm kind of bored by them mm-hmm. and they're talking to me, I will just ask them usually not actually I'm much crueler. I will usually uh, just turn to them in deadpan, just say, so who's the person you loved the most that died? Oh, geez. And you know what? Two or three times they've walked away mad, and twice I made a new friend.
0: Huh, interesting.
1: Because they answered, and yeah. then all of a sudden I understood them better. Wow, right? I I'm a nightmare. I <laughs> like I'm a human being. That was especially a, like a mid twenties Henrik kind of thing to mm-hmm. do. <laughs> was just, but I really did do that. Um, one was wow. to a friend's girlfriend who I didn't like, and after she told me a very You know, strong uh, emotional story about her stepfather passing away, who was Mm -hmm. more important to her than anybody. Um, We were like, we were like tight friends for you. I mean, we kind of fallen out of touch, but we were like tight friends for like four years. Every time we were at a gathering, we would sit together and talk.
0: Wow. Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. And then one was a drunk girl in Cleveland when I was at the Cinema Wasteland convention. And we ended up talking for like two and a half hours. And it was really, really nice. And then we became friends on Facebook.
0: Cool. I guess,
1: and then no one remembers the women who got mad and left. I mean, yeah. they just saved me time. You know,
0: Yeah. that's all it did.
1: It just I, saved me time. I
0: mean, I don't know if getting mad is the the right um, uh, you know um, response to that. It's, that's a little bit. That's a little bit much. So,
1: I guess it's just it's a good icebreaker if you don't care. Mm -hmm. you know like it's like it's like uh you know uh painting with dynamite (laughs) it's just like well this is definitely gonna work somehow Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) so i don't know i guess you could call that like a social hand grenade or something like it's just like but but i i've had good experience i mean i don't do it like i don't do it all the time and i'm not looking to like offend anybody but it's like sometimes i'm like you know what look i either want to not talk to you anymore or i want this to be interesting
0: yeah yeah
1: uh, you know, there's no, I, cause I get bored and when I get bored, uh, that's when things get, fu- get funny. I, I, I noticed cause whenever I meet a new person, you know, when you meet a new person, you kind of tell them things that you haven't thought about in a while, you know, cause you're reminiscing eventually. I, I mean, you've met May- a, pe- a person, right?
0: I don't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's just like, I have all these stories that maybe, like, I mean, stories that like you probably, I probably told you like eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm retelling them to somebody because they're new, and they never yeah. do it and I, that's when I started to realize like, wow, a lot of these stories that are really weird or messed up start with, so I was bored <laughs> and then they go to God knows where, but uh, yeah, that's probably my best icebreaker. It's a good one i now I'm like now I'm like, man, I should really use that the next time I talk to somebody, yeah, um,
0: I guess. <laughs>
1: Well, your reaction was priceless, too. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, have you been thinking about your
0: answer? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how serious you are about this. Like, do you uh, want me to go into like the like the depths of despair that I've experienced as a human being, or like what are we doing?
1: <laughs> I mean, kind of. I, I mean, I I want you to answer the question in the way that you see fit.
0: Um. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't like. Like, I don't know. Um Damn it. Um I've had a lot of really sad days. I don't know what the saddest one was. You don't um, remember
1: the saddest day of your life?
0: I, I think that, like, I don't want to say the difference between, like, me and a lot of people, but maybe the difference between us is that I don't really quantify things very well. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like, that was... There's were some rough times when I was real sad. I I, I don't like have a number one anything or like mm-hmm. the happiest time. Like I don't know. I just I'm just being a person doing stuff. Um. Or maybe that means that I have like no emotions and I'm just one level all the time.
1: <laughs> and now I'm like getting is. all
0: stressed out. Um.
1: <laughs> now you're sweating more.
0: Yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not stopping sweating. This is not. <laughs> this has not been a. This has not been a fun time for. My sweat glands i don't know, but I switched deodorants, and now now I don't smell anymore when I sweat oh,
1: well, that's good um well, I will say i don't think it's that i don't think I think most people actually couldn't answer quickly and easily that question. Mm-hmm. I think an easier question to answer would be what's a, what's one of the saddest moments you can answer that's that's something I think anybody could answer with a little bit of thought, but the sure. saddest Most people can't unless, of course, they've had some kind of, like, incredible trauma Mm -hmm. or, like, they've hit, like, a true rock bottom. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Because, like, as I – obviously, as I asked you the question, I started thinking to myself, like, Mm -hmm. huh, what's the saddest, like, you know, what's the saddest day of my life? And there are only, like, a couple of, of of contenders and they're all rock bottoms. They're all moments when I literally went, wow, I can't go anywhere but up from here.
0: That's otherwise
1: not, otherwise it's just spans of time I can remember being sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know. Um honestly, like I I can think of things, but my 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 weird big fear all of a sudden is being judged <laughs> on like the saddest what what I consider to be sad and then also like like mentally checking like who's listening to this and what oh, gosh, I should yeah. say. Um so that's that's really weird right now. That's like sure. that's what, like what is going on. Um, okay.
1: You sound kind of like me. I got really vulnerable that last uh that episode before New Year's. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just started like going like I don't know anymore what <laughs> am I doing with my life. Um and I got really uncomfortable with people hearing it. Um but I did it anyway. You know why?
0: I don't know. I don't lazy know to do why. I do another
1: show cuz I'm too lazy <laughs> to record another show. <laughs> cuz I was like, no, this is the show. That's yeah. it.
0: We got to <laughs> just do it. We 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 said we were going to do it like this. This um, is my
1: entire life. That's that's the but that's like that could be on the cover of the book about me my life is like, well, you said that this is what you were going to do, so you're doing it.
0: Yeah. Well, that could be me too. So
1: Yeah. No, no, you definitely always follow through.
0: Yeah.
1: Um that's probably one of the most enduring elements of our friendship. Um, Because so many people will let you down, uh, but you really haven't let me down ever.
0: What? Another person who's like, oh, you've just not ever let me down. I'm going to let you down, and now I have to worry about when it's going to be. And I have to crush your your um, perception of me. Maybe you should start
1: like intentionally letting me down, like gradually little bursts. Here, no, and there.
0: but I don't want to let you down because <laughs> that like is a, totally upsetting to me. That like someone would be depending on me for something and then I wouldn't come through for them because I know what that's like when people don't come through for you.
1: Yeah. No, I I, I get it.
0: So I just got to be good forever. I just okay. gotta always do a good job. Okay, just never
1: ever mess up.
0: I can't Please. ever mess up.
1: I just don't think it's really in your DNA to let oh my God. someone down. I just don't think that's who you are. <laughs> what? I don't. I just don't think that's who you are. I think that, um, you know, uh, similar to me, I don't like to let people down. Um, I mean, I'm a flawed person, but I think that I've always often joked, but I think it's true. I think it's like, it's an element of of having like an anxiety disorder too, Mm -hmm. is that it's just very difficult to let people down. Um, you know, because if you, you either are into something or you're not, so you either commit or you don't because you know what committing means to you. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, you know, we talk about, you and I talk about this a lot. Um, if we have a plan to do something later in the day, Mm -hmm. it, like paints the entire day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We are thinking about that all day. Like we planned to start recording at like one o'clock and I knew if I got on at like 1255, you were going to be ready already mm-hmm. Well, yeah. because it's just how you are. And that's how I am too, actually, you know? So I think that that's, but I mean, think about it. You, you commit to things, but they're generally things you want to do to some extent. You know, you don't, you don't commit to things that you blow off.
0: Well, I, I c- commit to things even if I don't want to do them, but once I've committed to them, I have to do them because I said I yeah. was going to do them. So, um, but I mean, that's good in a way. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, I'm sure I let people down all the time, and I don't want to think about it. I just don't know who they are. Um, please don't, don't tell probably, me who
1: you are. They probably don't exist, Michelle.
0: <laughs> I don't want to know.
1: I don't. I don't think they're out there. Michelle. I think that your fantasy is that they exist.
0: <laughs> I hope so, but i I believe that, <laughs> I believe that I let people down all the time. So,
1: who are these people that you'd be <laughs> <all> the <laughs> I mean, but you let down? I you'll do things like you'll send me a box of cookies, and then like, "Sorry, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> they're the <worst laughs> cookies. For, why are you? Why are you sorry?
0: I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. Um. Yeah, no, I feel like that is, the, like, the thing that, that, like, I mean, I feel like, I don't know how, what I, like, how I come off to people, but I like people to be like, yeah, that Michelle, she's really reliable. That's, like, at least that. At least I can have that.
1: I, you know what, a friend of mine once told me that you can count, that they felt like they could count on me if there was an emergency or mm-hmm. if there was, like, if something went wrong, they're like, man, I call you because you will yeah. you know, and and that meant the frigging world to me. Yeah. Um, cause that's the kind of person I want to be because I always admired those types of people when I was younger, Mm -hmm. you know, the type of person that it's like, you know, you're just walking down the street and then there's a car accident and they stop everything and go over and know, and just seem to instinctively know exactly what to do to make the situation better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even
1: if they're just making it up as they go along, which I'm almost guaranteed they are. They are. Yeah. Um, like, uh, you know, yesterday I was at Walmart. Um, and, uh, I was picking up a, a Blu-ray and, um, there was this old, this elderly couple, um, walking by and the gentleman who was pushing the shopping cart let out kind of an odd yell, mm-hmm. like, like an odd, like yelp, like a painful yeah. yell and fell to the ground a little bit. Like, all, like down past one knee, like he was almost on his butt. Mm-hmm. And I went over to check on him. It, he was fine. His knee just went out. He has a bad knee and yeah. it just decided to go out on him. But, um, but I walked right up to him. I was like, are you okay? Do you need any help? And he, and he was very polite. And he was like, Oh no, no, it's just my stupid knee just went out. Like I'm all right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like two or three other people also walked over and just want to make sure that guy was okay. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we're all doing a thing that would be
0: nice. Yeah. Um, and I don't like, I, I, I think a lot of like, I, I like trying to do stuff. I don't know if I do stuff, though. <laughs> um, but I but I definitely, like, I don't fault people for not. Because there's, like, this weird, I think there's just this general, like, embarrassment or, like, belief that someone else will take care of things if you don't. Um yeah. So I get that, too. You know? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know I, I, I've
1: had that in moments where I feel like I might have had to put myself at, like, actual risk. Mm-hmm. I've kind of went, uh, the police exist. I'm going to go this way like there's no imminent danger you know uh, other than to me if i say something or do something
0: yeah that's that's interesting i i don't i, I don't like in those situations because it's like if i see someone who's hurt like i don't know if i can help um but if i see mm-hmm. someone who's being like harassed and and i like i i'm more comfortable stepping in there which is weird because that's oh, not
1: if there's eminent danger mm-hmm. to another person, I'll do so. It's more like, um, like I saw a guy like vandalizing shit.
0: Oh yeah. And
1: like screaming. And I was like, I'm going to not.
0: That's probably not something you can <clears throat> fix right now. But,
1: but I will say, I actually do believe if somebody is injured, uh, that I can help them, um, in some way. That's good. Um, well, just because you don't want to be alone when you're in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, and ever since I had that horrible gallbladder experience, I feel like I understand like extreme pain so much better. Mm-hmm. So like I feel like I do feel like if somebody's in a lot of pain, I can walk up to them and look them in the face and be like, "Hey, hey, I'm here. I'm right here. Hey, listen to what I'm saying. That's probably the best thing you could do is listen to my voice right now. <laughs> like, just try not to think about the pain you're in. It's a lot, isn't it? It's okay. You're allowed to be in a lot of pain, but like let's let's talk. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, uh, no. If somebody's being harassed or something, yeah, you want to try to do something. Yeah. Um, it, again, it depends on the situation and if you're going to escalate and you also have to be careful because you have to make sure you know what's actually going on.
0: Right. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You don't want well, to.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I, keep, I was going to oh, say no. much. Oh, they, they teach you that when you get your concealed carry permit, they're like, you shouldn't intervene in other people's situations. Cause you don't know, like if a guy's kicking a guy in the middle of the street, you don't know if he's kicking the guy who pulled a knife on him and stabbed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, you don't know what's going on. You don't have any clue. What's going on. So you have to be, you have to be kind of careful, but, uh, but no, I, I, but yeah, so to kind of circle back, I've just always, yeah, nothing makes me feel better than when somebody's like, well, that's somebody you can count on. Like, uh, uh, like one of the best one thing I think about a lot that makes me feel really proud is when you moved into your new house. Um, because you had so much to do and I drove all the way from Ohio to help you move. Mm-hmm. Um, I, am going to always bring that up because I just can't overstate, you know, how many friends who live like down the block will be like, ah, oh, I'm busy that day you're moving. And then, you know, but yeah. I drove 500 miles, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but it just felt really good. Cause like your dad and you were just kind of like we have to go take care of this thing. You know, we have to go sell the current house so we can officially buy the new house. And uh, so I just took your brother and I, and we just like packed as much of your home into the truck as we humanly could mm-hmm. in the time it took for you guys to do that stuff until the movers arrived to do the heavy stuff. Yeah. Um. But it felt like really good. It felt so good to be, you know, trusted and to feel like hopefully you weren't worrying too much about the stuff you asked me to do. Of,
0: yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. Okay. So that's totally true. Like it's not like I, you know, we went, cause we went to like, like sign the paperwork for the new house. Um, right. and, uh, it's, a, and I, I had, you know, complete confidence that you would handle the situation. Like I wasn't like, I don't know if anyone can, can do this or anything. So,
1: you see, and that's, and that's the thing that I dream of is just, is just people feeling that way about me mm-hmm. is feeling like, okay, well, I asked Henrik to do this, so I just don't have to think about that yeah. specific task anymore. Um, because I mean, I do, I work with people all the time, you know, volunteers and people I hire, uh, in my job and you do have to micromanage a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and that's not necessarily, I mean, that's not a fault built into them. It's just life. You, sometimes you have to micromanage people. Mm-hmm. But there is something incredible about those few people that you get to work with who you're like, I don't even need to check in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel that way about you when it comes to the things that I ask you to do.
0: Um, I've never, I've
1: never worried that you wouldn't show up for this podcast. Um, you know, and, and you've drawn things for me and always done it really quick and on time. I I wish I could ask you for more favors. I I just don't, (laughs) I I mean, really your friendship is the, is the thing that I terrorize you with. So. Yeah, that's true. It's like, hey, Michelle, so I'm not going to ask you for anything, you know, tangible, but I'm just going to call you way too much. Way too much. (laughs) So, well, so has there ever been a time that you can recall where you were just absolutely, you jumped into action and took care of business?
0: Um. Um, yeah, but, but then I'll, but then that would make me look good. And I don't know if I want to.
1: <laughs> well, it's either that or we could go back to the saddest day of your life.
0: It's up like, to we, you. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, it, I'm just curious.
1: Like, Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, if you want, I can do both. I'll do whatever. Um, <laughs> um okay. So, um, I, there was. It, this isn't that good so don't it's not a big deal but uh okay. <laughs> I was showing an apartment in in uh, in kind of like the you know first of all it's like a pretty nice area in West Philly um in like kind of the cedar parkish area if anybody knows where that is and I was just like waiting for someone to show up, show up so I was hanging out outside I guess I guess it was warm out um and uh there was uh, like just across the street there was um a, a homeless woman and there was like a group of probably older teenagers just harassing her like just following yeah. her and harassing her and very clearly that is what was happening um and i i had dealt with that Particular woman before, she had told me she was going to punch me one time. I was like, okay, dude, like, just punch me. Um, She didn't (laughs) punch me and she wasn't serious. And I think that she just has some issues. Um,
1: Well, I mean, you would think.
0: Yeah, unless she really just wanted to punch me, but then she should have just punched me Um, (laughs) when I said, okay, because I literally just said, okay. And, um, but so they were very clearly harassing her. And I was like really frustrated because, like, I'm across the street and it's a big enough street that, like, I'm not right up on these people. Mm -hmm. And there were. Because it was really nice out, there was, an, there's like, a, a really small, like, three-story apartment complex, like, right behind them, and they all had decks, and there were people out on the decks and just, like, not doing anything, and they're, like, right against all of this, and I was, like, pissed, so I just, like, yelled, and I was like, hey, like, you absolutely can't do that, and I was, I guess, intimidating enough that they left her alone, um, wow. and just stopped following her, and then she thanked me a bunch, which was nice. Um,
1: and then she gave you, uh, you gave her a turtle dove.
0: Yes, no. And then she punched yeah. me because <laughs> she finally followed through on that. Um, no, so. <laughs> well, see,
1: I can tell you a, a story that's totally the opposite, mm-hmm. and this is probably would be your worst nightmare. So you'll probably really enjoy the story. Okay. Um, so I was sitting in my house once. And I live in a pretty decent suburb, uh, in, you know, outside of Dayton, Ohio, and I love my neighborhood and I hear some stuff going on outside and I look out the window and I see a group of kids and they're like pushing this one kid around. hmm Like... All by, you know, like this one little kid, maybe eight or nine years old and the kid, the other kids vary from maybe his age to maybe 14. Mm -hmm. And they're like grabbing on him and pushing him and yelling at him. So I open my front door and I just yell at the top of my lungs, hey, and they all look at me and I go, leave him alone. And. One of the kids looks at me and goes, he's trying to run away from home, and we're trying to take him back to his mom.
0: Oh, I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, and I, I literally was like,
1: uh, sorry. What? And I was literally just like, oh, well, imagine what it looks like for me. <laughs> and then I just closed my door, and I was like, I'm never speaking to children again, ever. <laughs> this is the worst day of my life.
0: I'm sorry.
1: i like, this is what, this is what ang- anxiety dreams are. Exactly, stuff like
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Had it happen to me for real. <laughs> it's like, it's like if there, there needs to be like a, like a, like a, Playboy magazine, but for people with horrible anxiety, you know, like this dear Playboy magazine. I never thought things like these actually happened when I read these (laughs) letters, but last week, (laughs) dear anxiety ridden monthly, I read your letters every month and I always thought they were made up until one day I decided to stand up to some neighborhood boys and it turns out I'm old and stupid and (laughs) self-righteous. Uh, at least the kids didn't yell yeet at me.
0: Yeah, but that would be weird.
1: <laughs> would it? Do we even really know what yeet means?
0: Um, I, I'm not sh- Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that almost ended me. Thank you for that. <clears throat> Well, Okay, so let's we'll keep it. We'll keep it simple. Um, Do you have a like a great embarrassing story?
0: Um, probably, but I have to think about it. For a second. Um, have oh, yeah, you ever
1: tried to help somebody and realized that you were not helping?
0: Um, there. I mean, there have been a bunch of times where it's like, you know, when you said with the, the dude who's like knee went out where I've, I've thought I could help someone and then I couldn't kind of deal or like, are you, you know, and it's very clear that they ended up not needing help or that I misread the situation kind of deal and they weren't hurt or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. I've done that stuff, um I've
1: done that too that's that stuff doesn't stick out of my mind as much because I like I didn't get to revel in the embarrassment yeah
0: no that that one's that one's real bad. I've never like tried to like stand up to someone and then I me mean, not like ended up like not standing up to the right person, you know, yeah, um, as far as I know uh, so that's I'm sorry,
1: oh it's okay i, I <laughs> now I'm like, oh God, I've been embarrassed so many times um <clears throat> there's there's of course, you know. I also have a terrible ego. So I, I have had moments where people have been like staring at me in public and they're like, I know you from somewhere, and I'm immediately like, Oh, well, I'm a filmmaker and uh you know, I do all this stuff, and they're like, No, no, you're uh you're the guy who like do you shop at the you know the, the <laughs> discount mart on blah blah blah? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, I do.
1: That is definitely me. That happened that actually happened yesterday.
0: That's 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 pretty interesting
1: a guy was staring at me and he was like, I know you from somewhere. And I was like, uh, well, I mean, I, I make movies. I've been in the paper. And, and he was like, and he was literally like, uh, uh, he was like, I see you here a lot. You seem like a nice guy. Happy new year. And I was like, thank, thank you. And then I was just like, I'm never leaving the house or talking to adults ever again. You know, now that we're talking about this, I don't like, I don't like my experiences leaving the house very much. (laughs) <laughs> that's why i just bring the dogs then people just say my god your dogs are cute And i'm like thank you and then i just face the other way while they pet my dogs <laughs> And it's, it's funny because i am an outgoing person i like uh meeting people and talking to people but boy oof sometimes
0: yeah gets a little hairy yeah i mean yeah uh the people when they recognize me they don't usually even recognize me which is my favorite was i've had people be like hey do I know you? And I'll just be like, I, I actually don't know. Cause I'm not very good with faces, but maybe. And they'll be like, don't you work in an organic garden in West Philly? And I was just like, no,
1: <laughs> I do have that. I get yeah. mistaken identity. I get that a lot because just any guy with long hair and a beard is me.
0: Mm, I guess.
1: So I get that a lot. I remember when Dave Chappelle did his block party here, uh, you know, to after the mass shooting, um, I got like eight texts from people going like, Hey, are you downtown to the Dave Chappelle block party? And I was like, no. no Why would I Why what <laughs> But uh Yeah I could I, Yeah, that, So yeah they you get a lot of mistaken identity
0: mm-hmm. Yeah I mean and then I do get people Who are like do I know you And I'll be like I don't know man And they'll be like I think I saw you I don't know like play that show One time And do you remember that show with the stuff And I'm like no <laughs> Like yes but I don't know what you're talking about um I have yeah I don't know.
1: <laughs> I have a friend who's kind of like a, a famous for lack of a better term a famous character actor. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's been in lots of movies but he's not like a name star. Mm-hmm. And uh he says that he gets that so often that he can't even laugh it off anymore. That's why I'm not saying his name because yeah. it's like a thing he admitted to me. He was just like he was like he was like I got so tired of it because people walk up to me like what do I know you from and I'm like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know where you know me from. What ki- what kind of question is that? Yeah, it's like you're from something, and it's like okay.
0: There should just be like a standard answer, like and like a weird one, like yeah. like you're like, what do I know you from? It's like, well, were you there that one time I was at the supermarket and I was buying those like mixed nuts and I spilled them on the floor because a lot of people remember me from that. It's just like anything, <laughs> um, just to just totally throw the person off.
1: There was this, uh, this guy, uh, out of Jersey named Zachary. He was a a famous horror movie host. Mm -hmm. And, uh, excuse me. And he had a, um, he had this incredible thing where, I mean, he, you, he was a fascinating guy. He had an incredible voice that kind of sounded like this, but less hoarse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when people would say, Hey, do I know you from somewhere? Somewhere he would, like in New New York, New Jersey, if he's walking the street, Mm -hmm. somebody like, Do I know you from somewhere? He'd go, do you ever watch those creepy late night horror TV shows on television that, you know after one o'clock? And you go, Yeah, and he'd be like, So do I <laughs> And, <that> was,
0: <laughs> and I, just, I just love that so much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so that maybe that'll do I know you from somewhere? I always thought it was fun to to like make up a school name and like talk about baseball or something. Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah. Be like, yeah. Did you go to Did you go to to Steve Candon University? Did you play softball? And they're like, what? And I'm like, I that must be it. And they'll be like, yeah. No, no. And you're like, I think it is.
0: Yeah, you look really familiar.
1: <laughs> and then you now you're asking them how where you know them mm-hmm. from, even though it started the other way around. Yeah. See, there we go. And everybody would believe you played softball. you'd just be like you'd just be like, "You know the hair helped, Mhm, yeah, me play softball,
0: yeah, I played it mostly with my hair so. <laughs> man, I wish everyone would really know me then
1: that's true, yeah, why didn't you why didn't you get it? Why did you give up your baseball career?
0: I just didn't think it was going anywhere, you know? was it because
1: you never played
0: no. Yes, but but that's not the reason I gave up cuz I don't just give up cuz I don't do things. <laughs> I didn't want to pursue other sports. So,
1: like like what, what what other sports did you pursue?
0: Um, you know, the one that I
1: badminton?
0: Um, sure. Sure. Just for a but little did, while though. Just for
1: Did you ever actually play it or did you just pursue
0: it? Uh, I literally just pursued it.
1: Okay. (laughs) I mean, it's good to pursue things. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to play them.
0: I just followed the idea of badminton around, basically.
1: (laughs) It was was like George Costanza wanted to be an architect, except he never did anything to become an architect. He just thought, man, that sounds like what I would be. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So... Uh, I guess we're going to have to return to the conversation of the saddest day of your life okay. some other time. All right. Um, so, okay, well, um, oh, let's try it the other way. What's the happiest day of your life?
0: Oh, that's even harder. Oh, my God, that's worse. Don't do that. Good,
1: good. No, no, no. What's the happiest day of your life?
0: No, I have no idea, like, at all. <laughs> um, I don't even know where to start, because I could actually probably give you one of the saddest days of my life right now if you wanted me to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, happiest days, no idea at all.
1: What about like the day you found gigs?
0: You know very well that wasn't the happiest day of my life. <laughs> I'm terrified of finding gigs. Um, Like it was, it's scary. It's well, yeah.
1: And, but, and I'm guessing you weren't, you were happy months later when you realized it was the right cat. Not that day.
0: Yeah. Not, it's
1: not, in, not. in hindsight. That's a happy day.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. But, but it's, but it wasn't at the time because it was just terrifying. And then I had to get a cat and scary. And then I, then there was resentment because my last cat was dead and that kind of stuff.
1: Well, uh, <laughs> okay.
0: But I, but I was very, but yeah, looking back, it was a very good day. Find Like actually going and seeing her and stuff. Um, yeah. So,
1: i mean that's how i feel about henwolf and chicano mm-hmm. it's it's only in hindsight those were great days i got them the actual days i was stressed out and worried and not sure and yeah and whatever and then it's months later i'm like hey this works i'm into yeah. this
0: yeah yay but is but is does that work does that just mean you're you're rewriting in your mind yeah, that,
1: yeah i don't think that counts
0: yeah see yeah. i don't think it counts either um
1: Yeah. And the problem is we don't, hopefully you, you didn't like pinpoint the moment you, you loved your cat. It should have been like a thing that kind of happens gradually and you don't really notice it. Just one day you're very fond.
0: No, I remember.
1: Oh, you remember the exact day?
0: Uh, Yeah. No, I remember when I was like, oh, I think this is going to work. Um, I was, uh, that was like. When I, I got her, I was still, uh, like, doing, I guess, physical therapy, or at least I was doing physical therapy. Like, I was exercising at home from when I had shoulder surgery. Um, and so I would, like, do them lying on the floor, because sometimes you have to do exercises on the floor. And, I, you know, there were a lot of, like, repetitions, so I'm just laying on my back on the floor, and she just, like, came over and laid on my stomach and just scared at me, and I was like, okay, all right, I kind of... This is this is kind of working out. Um Aww. but she doesn't lay on my stomach anymore because I don't ever lay on the floor. So maybe I should do that.
1: Um, I think that I think maybe you should lay on the floor as soon as we're done here.
0: Yeah, maybe. She's she's sleeping though on the radiator. So Aww. Thanks for listening. You can email us at this show is at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com. Or whatever. See you next time.